0: BBC Six Music
1: Podcasts. Six Music. This is a free download
2: from the BBC.
0: Find out more at bbc.co.uk Slash Six Music. And now, John Richardson. Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining us. This is John Richardson here, joined as usual by Matt Ford. Yo. Here to introduce this week's John Richardson Show podcast. Thanks for downloading it. I hope you've had a good week in the week gone by. Hope you have a good week in the future. Maybe. You didn't listen to last week's podcast till yesterday, in which case, oh, God, imagine it would be like, you would have had enough of me, to be honest. You'd be like, I wish you'd just shut up for a few days, but you click play. Yeah. Are you having a go at me about it got a serious problem. <laughs> Someone's emailed in. This is how... The, you, I mean, we think we're just we, chatting, don't we? We yeah. come in and we chat and we hope it amuses people. And that's we carry we on do. after
2: this. this. This doesn't just terminate. We are like this all the time. We
0: try and make people's lives better. We spend a lot of time together, don't we? Sometimes don't we? it backfires. Ooh. We do spend a little bit of time together, but we're trying to phase that out. Um, hi, John. I'm tuning in again and you're Yeah. And that's this. how angry he's got. at something you said. He's completely forgotten how to speak. I'm tuning in again after a few weeks. I stayed away, open brackets, and actually turned off in disgust. What? When one of your, inverted commas, gang. I don't like to think of myself as having a gang. I think it was the fat one.
2: Oh, 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 oh. It's not, no, no, no. He
0: doesn't work here anymore. Dissed the film Hollow Man. (laughs) (laughs) I find it incredible that this man couldn't see the genius of a B-film classic. Maybe he was concentrating more on his kebab than the film. Try looking up between mouthfuls, mate. Anyway, I've decided to give you another chance, and here I am. That's from Anthony. Some
2: invisible man. So we
0: better be careful. The podcast coming up with this week's highlights, and I'm just not going to put anything that references anything in it, because you
2: can't go. No, but you've got to, you know, you will take people with you.
0: Some people will always dissent, and that's the cost of leadership. (laughs) <laughs> um, my guest was the comedian Gavin Webster uh, We had the usual happy hour shenanigans Lots of reasons to be cheerful this week I dare say we'll slip a few of them in See if that doesn't cheer people up yep. and, uh, and then you were in Serving the nation In your role as public servant That's what I'm going to do from now on is that, yeah. is that right? You're here to help I'm Here to help And of course it wouldn't be the podcast Without a pod joke And this week I've let the slack go a little bit And I've, I've let you send yours in And it's time I just proved Why I get paid by the BBC to be here Because I am a talented writer so this week I've oh, written the pod you've joke. Oh, you changed! <laughs> I'm building it up you've to be been, ironic you've been because it's bad. Twenty six years. It's really bad. This joke, and it's if I say it's bad and then do it, it's not funny. But that's if I say it's that's what you said earlier. You were
2: bigging yourself
0: up. Look, it's the best joke ever written. Swaggering so just, around. Right, I, I went into um, someone's got some girls. <laughs> <laughs> I never said that. Um, I went into the shop this week to buy some lunch, and, and there was just like loose Pringles and Smarties all over the floor. It was a mess. Yeah. I'll tell you why after. <laughs>
1: John Richardson one six music
0: let's have reasons to be cheerful first let's let's hold off on the good deed and let's just talk about good things that have happened in the week events things you've done um, I went to the England football match that was a good one for me it wasn't quite as good as I would have hoped but um, nevertheless it was exciting suffice to say there was an incentive for me to enjoy an Andorran goal which never appeared and I made myself very unpopular uh, with a lot of England fans with some quite vociferous cheering in the last 10 minutes um, but it turned out all right my biggest reason to be cheerful is I heard the most wide boy thing I've ever heard said on a train this week. <clears throat> I quite like the fact that people are a bit vulnerable in the morning. It's a one-time. When you get to work, you get your work head-on, and when you're evening, people are drunk and they're leery. In the morning's time, people are a little bit touchy and they're not quite confident yet. And I can just about handle questions like, are you alive? Just about. Do you want a coffee? Yes. Do you want breakfast? No. Do you want to be touched or looked at? No. These are my morning questions, but I had to get up early this week to do a thing, and I realised there's a whole world of people who are the opposite of me, who are just up and about in the morning. And I heard the following sentence on a train, from a young guy, well-dressed, nice suit, clearly rising the ranks in his company quite quickly on his mobile, shouting down it, and uh, the sentence he said was, Listen, mate, if you want a bulldog, I'll get you a bulldog. Eight o'clock in the morning. Who's got time to be that much of a wide boy at eight o'clock in the morning? I can't barely open my eyes. Oh, if you want a bulldog, I'll get Billy Bulldog. Give me round your ass, three o'clock, you'll have a bulldog, mate. An anonymous text says, The reason I'm cheerful today is that I'm excited about spatchcocking a chicken and cooking it on my new barbecue for my parents. Well, we all love a good spatchcocking in the afternoon. But I should tell you just to be a little bit careful when you're barbecuing because accidents can happen. This was something that I heard on the news last night when I was driving to my gig. Thank you to everyone who came to my gigs this week. Uh, I met some very nice people this week. Sometimes just happens you meet nice people. I heard this story on the news and I had to play it for you because accidents can happen. So this is a little. See if you can work out what might have happened from this clip. This is a man describing how he felt when a thing happened.
3: It sounds a bit silly, this like a chicken in a microwave oven that's being cooked from the inside
0: like a chicken in a microwave oven that's been cut from the inside. What could possibly be happening there? Stroke my beard and have a little think about it. Well, this is the full story. It
3: was a red-hot, really hot feeling inside my body. It ran down my legs and the, the lightning strike and exited through my feet. I've got three nice holes in, my, in one foot and two in another foot.
0: That's a man who got struck by lightning while grilling sausages on a barbecue. Now... Don't get me wrong, he's got an anecdote for life there, and he's got three holes in his feet, which I imagine will be, you know, terrible. He's swimming. I bet his swimming times have gone down. But he's living about 30 seconds now on his butterfly, I would imagine. But the funniest fact about that story they said on the news was that when he got hit by lightning, he, he was drifting in and out of consciousness. And the only word he could say was sausages. Coming up, it's Gavin Webster, and what we're going to do is go through the good deeds nice things that people have done. Uh, we'll get the ball rolling with, uh, with one that came in during the week from Simon Lofthouse, an appropriate name, actually, Lofthouse, given the content of the email. Um, and this is sometimes... The whole point of Good Deeds was that I say that sometimes you've done a nice thing and you don't get rewarded for it. And we all like to believe in karma, but if it doesn't exist, then it's a little bit frustrating doing Good Deeds, and it might just make you hesitate slightly too long next time the chance arises. This is a story of a Good Deed that was rewarded, um, John, I listen to the show on Sunday mornings sometimes, but being a 24 year old, I find it difficult to find the motivation if I've been on a hefty night out. But this morning I am, and I have a good deed. I was recently on a flight from Aberdeen and had a seat with extra leg room because I'm six foot six. You see what I said about Loft House? It's Cliff, isn't it? Lo- lofty. Um, The man in front of me was of equal height, but at least double my weight. I offered him my seat because he looked cramped, to say the least. That's a good gesture, isn't it, to know you're going to be uncomfortable at 6'6". We then swapped seats, he said thank you, and I sat down happily knowing I had a good deed to send in. Two minutes later, the airline people came over to me and upgraded me to business class for free because, and I quote, ''You don't look like you fit in that seat. Why don't you come up to business?'' So I did. Karma at its best. I did a good deed and was rewarded only 120 seconds later. I hope you read this out. Simon Lofthouse, Manor House, North London. I mean, that's, that is a good reward. It will infuriate anyone who isn't six foot six and has ever been on a plane. There are people listening to this show who are six foot five who are crippled from flying over long periods of time and their knees are absolutely shot, but they know that stewards haven't come over because all I can say if you are six foot five and you're worried, get yourself a pair of stiletto heels. Just get yourself a pair of stiletto heels and you are in business class. Now joined by Mr. Gavin Webster. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Eyeing up the papers there, or are you looking at the texts? No, I am
1: looking at the papers. As what uh, sure.
0: what paper do you generally go
1: for? During the week, I tend, I'm an independent man, but on the Sunday, you know, I'll, I'll let the mood take me.
0: Oh wow, you're lucky! It's really intense. luck you're giving them as well. You are. It's like watching someone dowsing with a stick. <laughs> you're just waiting. Am I? In, is it David yeah, Star down here somewhere? Do you ever get disappointed with yourself if you wake up and it's a Daily Mail day? and You just think, oh, I've got to <laughs> go with it. Cause I've made the rules, and that's the mood I'm well, in. Well, in
1: some shops, th- that's, that's the highest level of press that there is, isn't
0: it? Yeah. I was in a really good mood this morning. Yeah, I'm
1: in a good mood. I didn't expect it It's hot, and I had a good walk with a bag in me hand. <laughs> so it's a know, kind of cardiovascular, good endorphin, okay. workout. I don't like having a bag.
0: As a comic, you have a bag all the time, everywhere. And when I see yeah. people... Without a bag, it's it's such a tiny thing, but it really bothers me. So I think, oh, I'd love not to have a bag.
1: I'd like to have two bags because it does (laughs) even the weight on either side. Yeah, yeah. I always feel when I've got a bag, I feel like I'm a bit like um, Clint Eastwood in the first Dirty Harry film where he's got to carry that bag through town, through the subways. Yeah, uh, his ransom money, and then those strange punk. Well, I mean, in the American, um. Vernacular, yeah. Try to try to accost him, yeah. I think that's it. I'm (laughs) trying to skirt around it as best I can. (laughs) They're going, Hey, what's in the bag, man? and you just feel like. You're on a mission with the bag, but I mean, you know, I've just got some socks and a laptop. <laughs>
0: <man>. <laughs> Let's hope no one does ask, because that. Yeah. Be, What's in the bag, man? <laughs> just some socks and a laptop, and I uh, have got some mints this morning. Cause I've got a bit of a bad breath. <laughs> I like the fact to have a of
1: a, 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 a supermarket name on the side of it, and you're just carrying it. That that means that you that that yeah, there's no there's there's no airs and graces to. You, there's no trying to be something you're not, isn't there? You know. Yeah. Like, um, Oh, you can almost do that too much, can't you? You can, like, uh, say, look at these people with their designer bags and I've rolled in with a Sainsbury's one.
0: <laughs> yeah, well that's, the, the, um, well, that's, you know, it's not cool anymore to carry a bag, is it, in the olden days, that was a big... i just get my potluck, lot like, just stick it in your carry bag and i go out to work because yeah. you're busy.
1: Well, did you know when you were at school, make sure you didn't have a bag by putting stuff in your... Po- all the books in your pockets and the pen and your, in your tie? And- oh,
0: No. There's must too have been many na- books. A 1980s thing. That <laughs> was it. No, 1980s had... northeast thing. It was uh, the only big bag etiquette was you did not wear the bag on two shoulders you were talking oh, yeah, that about early on. I
1: think that's transcended all the generations, yeah. that
0: one. That's never been cool. Johnny Two Straps and a whole generation of adults has spinal difficulties as a result, but at least we locked cool. You've gone for Daily Star. That's the mood you're in. You handed me the Daily Star. Don't oh, give I me that. Don't laugh. tell people that. <laughs> says, you we've only got the Daily Star. Are in a good honest.
1: mood? It's as though you can only have the Daily Star <laughs> when you're in a good mood. You make me sound like a pimp now. You want a bit of this? You want <laughs> look at that? Look you want some Daily
0: Star? <laughs> <laughs> look at that on the inside. That's not news, is it? But it's Making you happy, is it? Um, John, back at my school you could wear the bag on two shoulders and retain coolness, but the straps had to be loosened all the way so the bag hung by the buttocks. I'm not having that. <laughs> well there you go, she's not having it. You can't argue with that, can you? Yeah, you went to a school in Gibraltar or something. <laughs> is that something they do? Do you know the Gibraltar? Probably. Typical Gibraltans with you. is that what the term I is? met a Gibraltar, Gibraltar
1: once and he didn't know I, I thought there would be some strange kind of um, Comedic accent, but it just sounded like the south of England somewhere. Okay, so I'm actually a Gibraltar myself. Uh, <laughs> he was a taxi driver in Jersey, right? He's so on from another one. I'm from Gibraltar. <laughs> oh, that's a shame. I thought it would be some sort of bandido accent.
0: Oh, poor man! Do you reckon he gets that all the time? Because that'd be his interesting fact. That one, you, you probably don't get this. So I'm actually from Gibraltar, and he just gets <laughs> to see people going. Oh, really? Do I want to talk like this or something?
1: I wanted. I wanted that kind of. That kind of English chippiness, but with a Spanish accent.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, if you're a Gibraltar with a crazy accent, then feel free to call in I and make I'm yeah. Hello! Oh, that's what I'm talking about. Where's your bag? Don't tell me, it's by my knees. Oh, you Gibraltans. You Gibraltans. <laughs> it's um, cool. <laughs> good deeds. There were a few in this week. Uh, Tom from Tunbridge Wells. I didn't do any good deeds this week because I thought if I did, people would think I like them, which I don't. Uh, Tom from Tunbridge Wells. That's on a very different angle. This is the kind of thing we're talking about, very small ones. I'd like to nominate three people for Good Deeds performed to me in the space of a couple of minutes. Went to my supermarket to buy a bottle of Coke, got to the checkout, and in front of me was a lady with loads of shopping who offered to let me go in front of her. Mindful of the fact that she'd spent ages lumping her shopping onto the conveyor belt, I thanked her but declined. And upon seeing this, the checkout operator then signalled for a colleague to open the next till just for me so I didn't have to wait. So I'd like to thank three staff at my local supermarket in Truro. I've been in a good mood for the rest of the day. It's only a small thing, isn't it? But it makes the world a better place. Uh, that, that was a lovely story. Yeah. <laughs> and now it's <laughs> over with. Let's move on. This one's got a, a tinge of uh, how people really feel about it. Hi, John and team. I've got a double good deed for you. I was visiting my mother in hospital this week. It's not really a good deed, is mm, it? You can't it's really... more of a duty. Yeah. I've really, I've really been a good guy this week. I was going to just leave her in there. But to be honest, <laughs> thought, I'm getting the bus anyway. I'm going past it on my way to town. Um, mum's on the mend, by the way, if you're worried about the fact we're making jokes about it. And she says, um, on the bus, I found a bulging purse sat next to me. I handed it to the driver. Then she says, even though I'm broke due to having spent all my money on bus fares to the hospital.
1: That sounds like a sort of guilty conscience joke. Yeah, you know, even though I'm
0: going up my way <laughs> yeah. I mean I, I looked in it and there was, there was a lot of money in there I counted <laughs> it there's £36 in there and you know I, I, I could have you know I, there might have been 41 in there initially I don't know but I ended most of it yeah. I, I kept it I put the purse back because that's what people really want isn't it their, their purse um, and this, uh, this is the final one we'll round it off we'll do the full gamut ones that are rewarded ones that weren't so rewarded hello John just yesterday I tried to help an elderly lady off the bus as she was struggling she was very angry and told me to leave her alone Felt like shouting at her, but I didn't. Does this still count as a good deed, Amy and Slough? Probably, unless she didn't want to get off the bus. If you were just <laughs> throwing an old lady off the bus, that A, might explain why she was angry, and B, why that's not really a good deed. BBC Six Music. There's a lot of... um Bag etiquette um, emails coming in. Seems oh, to be brilliant. something people care about. I would have texted this in, but my phone's upstairs and I'm out in the garden, so they've emailed. Um, the male popular bag thing was um, the striped uh, bags, uh, empty as possible, worn on one shoulder, but could be worn on two if it hung below the bottom. Goths, again, empty bags, usually big rock sacks, worn on both shoulders so that you can run slash jump over things easily. Those Trixie Goths. Um, <laughs> Girls, the tiniest. superheroes, <laughs> yeah. Ninja goths. Um, girls, the tiniest purse size handbag you can find, preferably barely big enough to fit a biro in. Um, and my school was pretty uninventive. If you weren't one of us, you were a goth. And that was it, Misha. Two rules. You're either us or you're a goth. I just found out that Gavin Webster has a dog. It's do, good yes. news. Can I put that's you. That's good news, yeah. Yeah, I could put you down in the column of dog fans. Yeah, are you a dog fan? Oh, massive dog oh, fan. Oh, that's good. We've had a dog good deed. My good deed for the week was rescuing a dog from a tree after some drunk lads put it up there for a laugh. We don't condone that behaviour. Um, yeah. It was a pog and no one was there to see John. Um, oh. You don't put dogs in trees, do you? What's no. your dog? You're saying a little Westie, is it? Are you Westie, yeah. What do you call it? Bobby. Bobby. Yeah. Oh, I can imagine. And um, is it something that you've. Is it like a family dog or is it a, is it a you and. There's a special bond between a man. Oh yeah, I it? know
1: what you mean. Yeah, no, he, he does like me. I think he likes me as a friend more. But he, he likes me. <laughs> he likes me. He <laughs> That's misses the best is way is to is keep, the keep boss, it.
0: If <laughs> you know what I mean. I would keep it that way with the dog. You know, just yeah. purely platonic. <laughs> 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 we do have a bond, but uh, we're just friends, really. If I'm honest, <laughs> I argue against cats just in their favour. I don't like cats. Mm.
1: I don't like cats. Um, uh, ambivalent. Someone's is just... that the right word.
0: Apathetic. Oh, that's a good word. Yeah. Ambivalent's good. Yeah. Uh someone's just sent in a, a a cat fact. Hello John. I believe I've discovered an interesting fact for you. This is from one of my researchers. I just send people out. I read in a book the other day that cats can step with both left legs and then both right legs when they walk or run. Apparently, oh, yeah. they I think own... they're attached with string sort of thing. Like, <laughs> yeah. I suppose that would do it. Yeah. Um it doesn't seem right, though, does it? When you try and work that out in your head, it'll be like they're doing, like, an Android walk. Yeah. Like they would take, I imagine um, that looks funny. If you put the right music on, it's like Daft Punk or something yeah. like that. <laughs> Around the world. Boom, 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 ba-dum.
1: Yeah, I was thinking it was like that. The, you know the old dance Madness did, where they all would stand oh, in a row? Oh, of course, yeah, Madness. The, cats, all, like the, the cats
0: are all big Daryl Fitton fans. That's <laughs> a very specific joke for anyone who likes darts. Um, the only other animals that can do this. Can you think of any other animals that can walk like that? Obviously this person does. Phil Collins. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, there, there Janet two... Street Port, I think get that, <laughs> there, apparently. There are two species of animal that can walk that way. Um, um, one is the giraffe. Ah, right. Uh, you wouldn't be expected to know that. I don't expect you've seen a lot of giraffes walking around Newcastle, to be honest. No, you tend to see them in Gateshead. <laughs> <do you? laughs> and uh, Camels. Come Giraffes on. and camels can walk like that. So thanks for the fact. Ooh. That was the cocktail Twins, Father or Blades, and that was one of these. BBC Six Music. It's the John Sessions. I think that's the first time we've done it after the track. How did you feel about that? I'm not a man who likes to be penned down. Did you hear my little joke there? The John Sessions when I played Yeah, no, the I liked shot. that. I thought yeah, it was you, good. Didn't, you didn't laugh? But yeah, I was laughing inside. Oh, really? Right. Didn't show, didn't show. Um, that was uh, recorded on the 21st of July, 1982. Yeah, well, um, I
1: thought so, it was the Cocktail Twins, because that's uh, going back a long way, isn't
0: it? Yeah, that was about the time they were they were big. That was the time mm. they were doing a lot of their sessions.
1: Didn't they do, like they, they used to um, not have lyrics, they just used to
0: make words up they were the Ross Noble of the musical world (laughs) just turn up and make it up and then a thing came in and we just I couldn't do that I tried riffing at one of my gigs this week yeah I've
1: tried riffing (laughs) it's horrible isn't it
0: when you watch people who riff really well you think I could just do that you wait until someone comes in late and then you say hello and then whatever they say you go oh god don't be like that and then you've done two hours Tried to do yeah. a little riff about something that ended up with me uh, pretending to be a crab with an American accent on a beach and uh, a whole audience just going, what are you doing? You, uh, <laughs> you were doing material. So did material. you
1: have to um, sheepishly come out the crab <laughs> position? Yeah.
0: Well, I'd only gone into the crab thinking... This is bound to get him. You give a funny voice to a creature, that's bound to get him. Yeah. And it got him a little bit. They were like, Oh, that's you know, that's a that's a good end. Let's just pretend this bit didn't happen. And you yeah, they like giving get back. The
1: advice to an inanimate object, which obviously happened years ago with Richard Pry and that, but nowadays yeah. you have people saying and then the chair says,
0: oh, hello, I'm a chair. <laughs> you go, uh, there's
1: got to be a bit more to it than that means.
0: <laughs> oh, dear. You should not come and see my Edinburgh show. <laughs> but for the rest of you, I'm doing Charlie the chair, uh, 730 <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm talking about issues this year, actually. I'm talking about issues. Cause yeah, that's impo- big at the minute. I'm an important comic. <laughs> it's weird how the little things that people say really nugget away in your mind. And my show is a little bit more serious this year, and I think it's just because one of my reviews last year, and I haven't thought about this all year, but one of my reviews said, um, whilst you could never describe Richardson as an important comic... <laughs> <laughs> Not really. It's one of those things that you think you're over it, but really, there's a part of your brain all year going. Better start talking about some issues. Yeah,
1: that um, uh, um, he resorts to the easy laugh far too often to be to for, for, so we can't really describe him as a truly great comic. <laughs>
0: It's far too jokey yeah. for my taste. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Too one last many people year. forgetting their problems in laughing. Someone said of me, not that I read all my reviews and take them really personally or <laughs> anything, someone said, uh, you get the impression he's saying stuff just to make us laugh, not because he really <laughs> thinks so. Ah, <it."> lovely. <laughs> you should frame that. <laughs> yeah. um, there was a lot of actual vitriol around that that means the frame Yeah, you uh, have just cherry-picked a bit out I've of I've just that. picked the bit that's yeah. funny because the rest of it was uh, quite vicious. Mm. You know what I mean? I was wearing a pink vest. Deal with it. I was trying something out. It didn't work. Um, we have a number of sort of things that we've touched on um, that we need to tidy up now. Gibraltans, wrong. Bang wrong. People from Gibraltar, says Dave the Tricky Tree, are known as Gibraltarians. Oh, sorry. Yeah. He says don't feel bad, though. It's a popular oh, right. misconception. And then he's done oh, a little uh, colon full stop, capital D. So that's a smiley face. Oh, is it? It's like, don't right. feel bad. <laughs> um Another creature that walks two left, two right, um, elephants. Right. So there you go. I know you've all been wondering. You think two doesn't seem enough, John. Now you know. And um, final so that's note. three now, is it? Uh, well, four if you include cats. Elephants, yeah, suppose, yeah, yeah. camels, uh, giraffes and cats. Does that yeah. make them easier to push over? I suppose it does, Perhaps doesn't it? it does, if they're walking yeah. two left, two right, they say when you climb, you should always have three points of contact, don't they? Never have just two hands or like a leg and a ah, hand. Always right, three points right. of contact. And I see well, much. in
1: in the um, Olympics when they do the walking race, which, yeah. is, To me, I, I'm sorry if there's anybody listening, but it just seems like nonsense.
0: <laughs> don't be sorry this. if there's anyone listening. Smack of are you talking about.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't do it yourself down. Apparently, if you, it's, you're disqualified, if you're yeah. off the ground, aren't you? Yeah. So that's why they do that ridiculous gain of the very fast
0: thing. walk. Yeah. yeah. But well, how do they know? I don't know. There's someone walking by them, isn't there? That's what I always so, think. But
1: how... how someone walking by they'd have to be running, wouldn't they? because I think they're, they're in very a car
0: fast. or on a bike or something. A rage. A rage. Or their cameras, you know. But they do. They flash it up so quickly, and like, that's a warning. How have really? you possibly spotted that? You're just I walking. Know, I just... There's something really wrong with walking instead of running, isn't it? Is and
1: walking very fast because obviously then you, yeah. you may as
0: well get into a slow jog because it probably tires you as much. But you're not fast at running so you've just <laughs> thought, well, <laughs> I'll just walk and I'll make that my contest. You, you just can't do that, can And you? apparently it's the same gold medal you get. You know, it's not like rolling gold <laughs> or um, it's the same level a of gold. slightly smaller one. Yeah, <laughs> Really big one for the 100 metres and then just a little, yeah. like a gold smarty for the people who won the walking. You're good at it, but let's be honest we all walk um, yeah I imagine it's the <laughs> Can't equivalent I the
1: Queen saying that in the 1948 Olympics it's you?
0: the equivalent of having a pop at uh, archery and discovering you're not very good at it and doing like uh, Olympic pin the tail on the donkey
1: yeah that's it's right yeah, i really good yeah. at it yeah. It's, it's, yeah, I'm good
0: at that I mean archery wasn't for me I didn't enjoy it really <laughs> it was that's, too was hard it? I found the target <laughs> was too far away from me <laughs> it's just imp- how am I supposed to do it that for me it's ridiculous whereas with the donkey especially if you play like I do without the blindfold it's really much easier to just <laughs> pin the tail on the donkey, but I am good at it. Oh, I'll tell you what. Um, and the final bag note, this is a good one. Um, at my school, I'm going to read this out in the voice that I imagine it would be ready. Mm-hmm. For at it. my school, we didn't have <laughs> rucksacks. We had briefcases. <laughs> If you were very cool, very cool mind, you would have a code that denoted a biblical reference on your number lock. If you pay for a private education, this is your prize. (laughs) (laughs) That text from Alex. I think that's a good point to stop on uh, how you wear your bag. Ain't going to get any funnier than that, is Mm. it? It's all about finding your level, isn't it? And when you're around those people, you know, that's, that's the ridiculous thing about bullying, isn't it? You know better or worse than anyone else. You just find your clique. Some people's cliques just happens to be violently punching other people's cliques in the face. But it doesn't make you a better person, does it?
1: It doesn't. And the bullies bullies never win, do they?
0: No, they don't. Well, they do. briefly, they do yeah. in the short term, don't they? They do, yeah, at times. Um, yeah, I've had some situations where I've come out of that thinking, I didn't win that. In terms of number no. of rocks thrown at opponent's head, I've lost about 15 nil there. <laughs> <laughs> it's very difficult to come out of that as a score draw.
1: Yeah, and the bully walks away with a result. Rock
0: rock throwing just isn't for me, so now I've entered Olympic rock placing on heads. (laughs) It's it's just much easier Just wander over to someone just put a tiny pebble on their head, and I am good at that. It's time uh, we released you back, um, I was going to say into the wild, but London... Into the wild of Great Portland Street. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, London's far from wild, isn't it? Into the concrete jungle. Um, Thanks for coming in. Um, Hi. You're going to be up in Edinburgh, aren't you? You're at the uh, Stand 2 at 10.20. I am. John Richardson. BBC Six Music. This is John Richardson on Six Music. Gavin Webster's gone, and I'm joined by a man with a mouthful of donuts. It Hello, can Britain. only be oh. Matt Ford. Hello. How are you? Yeah,
2: I'm fine, thank you. How are there you? There
0: you go. It looks bad, that doesn't it? Because it's a mini donut. I bought some mini donuts in, but that it's really is from where I'm sat, because we sat three miles apart, aren't we? we should clear that up. It's a yeah. big studio. Um, that looks like a massive bite out of a donut. It looks like the sort of bite the BFG would take out of a donut. But really, it's just a tiny donut. Well, looks extra tiny in your hands. You've got big hands, haven't you? you i never noticed are, before. You can't buy me. I don't mean fat hands. You just mean you've got big hands. I've Facts. got small feminine hands. I get told so every time I go got, and buy a watch.
2: Mine are actually quite small. I okay. think it's because I'm a great hulking bloke. You've seen that. <laughs> All parts of my body are big. My hands are actually... Um, Relatively quite small. How
0: are you this week? I notice you're wearing um, shorts and flip-flops. Yes, it's the sort
2: of thing, even up to a fortnight ago, I'd have chastised other men for doing.
0: Yeah, I've seen you do that. I don't like the look. Do you remember when Adam came in and you pushed him down the stairs? <laughs> yeah. And then he settled on the fourth floor and you followed him down, you pushed him down, he settled on the third floor, you pushed him down. Stood on his throat. Every time saying, flip-flop your way out of this, you were. It was um, unpleasant. But now here you are. Here I am. I look like a, a sort of.
2: I imagine Jude Law.
0: <laughs> <laughs> imagine Jude Law, because you look nothing wow. like that. I
2: imagine Jude Law stepping out of a bistro in Soho. Yes. Uh, with a...
0: How does this fit into what you look like? You seem to have gone off on a tangent. Well,
2: I'm just saying, if people want to visualise it, just imagine Jude Law coming out of a bistro in Soho. That's right. That's basically the look. That I, I would look say, for. imagine John Prescott
0: on his holidays. Oh! Uh... <laughs> 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 There we go. If I
2: was a boxer, that's what I'd come into the
0: ring to. <laughs> it would be a long walk. Five minutes. It wouldn't exactly strike fear into your opponent, would it? Oh, a bit <laughs> of a minute. you oh. have to milk it a bit. Because someone, don't just hold the two, can you cut, cut through them and just widen it out a bit? Chuck us them that's it. Anyway, you're in trouble. You're going to get bad meat when I get um, there. I think one day you will be a boxer. I you're think, right. Yeah, you've done a lot of jobs, and it's just, alphabetically, it'll come round, won't it? I've got the frame, haven't I? I've got the... Yes. Do you know what I mean? Under there somewhere is okay. the frame of a boxer. A great ship. Yes. Could I get a good luck shout-out for my exams this week? This one leads us on neatly to what we'll be discussing shortly. It's a big, big Especially for my maths one, I need a lot of luck for that one. As you're the man who likes maths, can you explain what differentiation is for? I know how to do it, I don't know what its purpose is. Don't look at me for that answer. I haven't got a clue what it is. I don't know either. The minute you're trying to work out what maths is for, you're on a losing battle. Just enjoy the simplicity and the rules of it. Just enjoy the rules. The thing is with maths, you cannot blag it. History in English,
2: you can blag it. Oh,
0: you can blag history, yeah, of course you can. No, what happened at the no, Battle of Waterloo? No, Listen, but- two teams, right, they're on one side. One geezer's miffed about something, I don't know what. He's got the other geezer's miffed as he well. Got he got the amp. <laughs> it <laughs> was really playing it. with his gnat. It's <laughs> gone a bit nasty, gone a bit nasty. One side's come out on top. Oh, and I don't got- really know, but I'm blagging it. That's all right, isn't
2: it? No, but you can, with maths, there's the right answer, and that's it.
0: Yes, yes.
2: With, with history in English, you can, although I did cock up on my mock... English exam when I was doing Mansfield Park by Jane Austen. And it was one of those questions where Tried it says... Tried to blag
0: it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's where Mansfield played her own games. <laughs> austin has gone down there. They're 3-0 down at half time. <laughs> She's gone, let's have some sense of sensibility about this. <laughs> she, she had. But it was one of those questions where it says...
2: Read chapter 24 from passage three. So you think, you don't even need to have read the damn thing. You can turn up on the day, read it like it says, and then talk about it. Oh. And I thought a guy was trying to pull a girl. It turned out they were brother and sister. It's a massive, massive
0: mistake on my part. (laughs) Right. I too have my final maths exam and I'm currently failing practice papers. Claire, so this is what we're all about.
2: Right. This is a corker. It works for men and women. (gasps) A unisex tip. Absolutely. Use a different aftershave or for ladies, uh, a perfume. When you're revising a particular subject, a particular theme, put that aftershave on while you're revising and don't wear it again until the day of the exam. Wear the aftershave on the day of the exam, and the smells will bring back all the memories. Mm. You can do it with music as
0: well, but the problem is you can't play music in an exam. So Geography do two, Aqua Geo. But you could. <laughs> you Maths P3, Davidoff. Cool water. <laughs> A star.
2: You could do it with um, You could do it with chocolate bars. Or a you know, a, a food.
0: <laughs> so when you're revising maths How a... of you, that was such a good tip and now you're gonna ruin it. No I'm not but like, like, if, the if... the smell and the sensory perception and it actually unlocks a part of your brain, Oh you could just like eat your couldn't <laughs> you do it English. <laughs> <laughs> but just a past it, whatever it is you want to eat, something
2: you can take into an exam. So maybe a mint or a or a pocket sweet, sit there, eat it, and then on the day of the exam, when you when you taste it again all those facts will come sprawling back about Disraeli and, and Gladstone.
0: Yeah. And what if you're in maths? Pasties. Um, that's yeah. a good tip, though. I really, that is a clever tip, the that's idea of it. using different smells to and unlock different parts of the brain. is very clever. Definitely it's going to cost you a fortune. Um, just go and get some of those little tester ones.
2: Let me say this. If you don't believe me, next time you put on an aftershave you haven't used for a while, instantly memories come flooding back. Thorpe mm. Park. Yeah. 89. I wore some the other day uh, that I hadn't worn for a while, and it took me back to being in the car listening to Dire Straits. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: it works. I start finals of my medicine degree on Friday. Oof. Any blagging tips would be a big help. Thanks, Mike. And you've put, your, you've, um, you've put this out that you can blag your way through an exam. I can I'm going to start now by saying I don't want my doctors blagging their way through exams. And my advice to Mike would just be learn the stuff, and if you haven't, don't be a doctor. Yeah, you still got plenty of time. Yeah. If you're not
2: rigorous, medicine and the care of other people's bodies... Yes. ...probably isn't the profession you want to go into. That said... That said, if you're going to blag it, just talk in general terms about things. <laughs> don't, don't get bogged down in specifics <laughs> or details. If, you know, if they said, oh, what would you do for a fractured fibula? Just B- say... Bend it. Yeah. If you don't know where the fibula is, I think it's in your leg, isn't it? You would just say... There are many parts of the body that can suffer ailments. <laughs> One of the best things to do to make them better is to cure them. Can't argue with that.
0: Bang, and that'll get through. They'll just be like, "He's right, you know." Can't fault him. And what they
2: love as well, I don't. I say they. They probably don't. The man. whoever they are, but always put in uh, a bit of tenderness. <laughs> I, you know, if you say someone comes to you with a with a broken uh, cheek. How would they? Uh, how would you cure that? And you say, first of all, I would reassure the patient.
0: Oh, I thought you meant like, uh, what I would do is, and by the way, you smell very nice. Uh, I thought you meant like chat up the examiner through your answer. That is a good idea. I'm joined now. I usually do a slit link into Al, don't I? But this one would have to be joined by a man that I can't quit. And I just, I'm not emotionally stable enough to even joke about emotions. He's he so um, Led. Yeah. Um, but he's the size of a Zeppelin. Ooh, you happy with that, Al?
3: I'm not too
0: happy, no. No, I wouldn't be. Um, Speca- you've had all week. Especially coming um, from that.
3: Whoa! <laughs> what about it's time to plant something? He's not Robert. Let's turn the page. He's not Jimmy. It's Pitcher.
0: Yeah, that'll do. That's quite good. It's, it's, winner, a, bit right, it? it's, it's a bit sad definitely. when you introduce yourself, though, isn't it?
3: It is, yeah. It's
0: a little bit like, do you ever do gigs just in your house in front of the mirror?
3: Well, it's... No, I don't. and I, no, people, can, people hold the comb and stuff like that. I, I don't do that. Who does?
2: <laughs> you know,
3: it's like when... Uh, it's like going internet... Uh, no, not internet, like speed dating on your own.
2: <laughs> do you know Matthew
3: Ford's got a history in uh, Whoa, speed dating?
2: You calm yourself down, pitcher. You're live on the radio. <laughs> okay. Yeah, as a host, I want to make this clear. I used to be a speed dating host. I've never yeah. in any
0: point in my life been a speed dater.
3: John, He was fantastic. Um, quality. The yes,
0: first time get- I met you, you'd just come back. Did you know the first time I met you was with Al? I was doing a gig in Nottingham. That's and right. And I gave Al a lift back to his. Uh- Hotel, and you were with him. You said that Austin Maestro, didn't and you? And I thought, who's this buffoon here? No, you did yeah. you Coming with his anecdotes. You thought, mm. Dressed do like. you, remember
3: you, you remember you used to speak for a couple of minutes and then a ballad ring and we'd have to change <laughs> subject. It was awful, <laughs> wasn't it?
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, stickler for the rules, though. So here are the nominations we had for your picture from last oh, week. Oh, wicked. Um, <laughs> Anna from Aberdeen. Um, as above, So Below by the Claxons. No, so think... Below, you see? Um, Yeah, I get it. Joe Joe Bass said, The obvious would be Sit Down by James, but my choice is Total Eclipse of the Heart by Bonnie Tyler. Oh,
2: what a tune.
0: For the lyric, Turn Around Bright Eyes, which is clearly a song about the fear of being alone on a bench. Wow. Uh, Mark from Dublin, he's gone for Sit Down by James. Yeah. Zoe from Walthamstow, The Libertines Can't Stand Me Now. Oh, that's good. I like that. That is good. I'll tell you what we've gone for. Elvis Costello, I can't stand up for falling down. Ah, oh, no! Nice. You like that? That was suggested by assistant producer John. Hello. Yeah, decided to <laughs> decided to enter the game. So I will say as a warning to listeners: if you if you're going to enter the picture gallery, you're up against pros. You know, this man lives for music. I'm no very reason. surprised
3: that I'm still standing, uh, Mel and John.
0: Um, oh, of that course, is a you'd have expected that. But it's a balance, isn't it, between picking a song that we're going to play. And, um, you know, one that'll fit with the picture. So tell us briefly, we're running out of time. Yeah. Um, what's the picture this week? Where did you take it?
3: I took it in Singapore. There's this beautiful tropical forest just outside Singapore. And you're not supposed to feed the monkeys. And these little monkeys run at you. They're like little
2: rats. Macaques? Are they Barbary macaques?
3: They what?
0: Are they Barbary macaques?
3: I've never met him. <laughs> I don't know who he is. Is he from Nottingham? So the you picture's...
0: The picture's up on the website. You need to go look, pick a song that you think describes that picture and we'll uh, we'll catch up with you again next week and go through the best ones. Is that all right?
3: Did I tell you where I was? In Singapore? No, I'm outside the Royal Courts of Justice. This has been our picture for Six Radio. <laughs> I've always wanted to say that, John, and you didn't let me.
0: Sorry. Well, you've said it now. I can't okay. help but feel it didn't go as well as you would have hoped. But um...
3: <laughs> Well, normally, I've just seen a brilliant photo, right? A guy is just... Taking a photo while he's pulled his jacket over his wife's head, as if he's like a criminal outside the royal courts of justice. Wow. This has been our Nice,
0: no, that is clever. You know there are people who get paid a lot of money to try and uh, make people realise that it's brand six music and not six radio. You've pretty okay. much just got someone fired, but that's fine. You know, there's right. a recession on; they'll find another job.
3: Well, they can always go to the El Pitcher Facebook where the tour dates have just been announced.
0: Oh, that is oh, sickening. That is cool. I feel a little bit sick. <laughs> We've generated such goodwill this morning that people are just sending in jokes. And usually I wouldn't read them because they ain't no good, but this is a good one. <laughs> uh, morning, John. What cheered me up this week is the news that Real Madrid are asking United for their £80 million back after learning that Primark sell big girls' blouses for 4 Oh, that's
2: class.
0: What in Oxford? What in Oxford? Premier League. Six. Music. OK, there we go. Oh, that was this week's podcast, and I hope, as ever, that you enjoyed it. I um, did. We'll be back with another one next week, when my guest will be Rob Deering. Ledge. There'll be more happy hour, so if you've got stuff during the week that's perked you up, or a good deed you've done, please send them in. And next week, you're turning you sure your is. thoughts to love.
2: Oh, yeah. I'm going to give people... I'm going to share <laughs> some of my... Well, I won't call them... Sk- I'm going to help people out. I've got a bit of knowledge in that department. First date. This sounds awful, I sound like an idiot. What I'm saying is, I can help you out, I can help you
0: out. We're going to talk about first dates with Matt next week at 12 on Sunday mornings. Uh, How to get them,
2: how to make them go well. Afternoon. How Um, to get the second date.
0: Yeah, how to get the date, how to make sure the date goes well, and how to follow up on the date.
2: And also how to survive a date, because sometimes, let's not presume that everyone is, uh, you know, the, 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 the one who wants it. What I'm saying is, some people, you go on a date and you think, oh God. Yeah. So how to survive that situation? You cannot leg it, that's all I'm saying. (laughs) You've got to see it through.
0: You made this mess. Well, I can't imagine that hasn't piqued anyone's interest. I wonder what else she's gonna say (laughs) next week. What I can't throw soup in her face. (laughs) What is your point? Um, dating tips from Matt Ford next week. The email address for anything you'd like us to discuss is johnrichson.sixmusic at bbc.co.uk. We'll be live on Sunday morning from 10am. And you can catch the picture gallery photo, photos up on the website. Go to the Six Music homepage, click on Shows, go to John Richson. You can see a little picture of some monkeys that attacked Al Pitcher in Singapore. If you can think of a song that should go with that picture, then send that in too. And here's the end. <laughs> there we go. Here's the joke.
2: What? Oh, by the way, what part do you want me to play in this? Do just I need sort of to join for... in. Just just chat okay. along. Okay. Ask
0: so, ask me why. Ask me why. Okay, was so we we'll do on. some
2: sort of two mates in the pub sort
0: of Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I went to. Uh, where, whereabouts are we in the country?
2: Uh, London. London.
0: I was in the. Uh, I went out of the shop the other day to get some oh, yeah. lunch. Oh, I fancy oh, yeah. the sandwich or something. Yeah. Yeah. Gone yeah. in a pub, right? There's uh, Smarties, oh. Pringles, all over nah. the floor, like loose, just all over the floor. Nah. Why? I've gone out with a geezer. I said, what's happening here? He says oh, yeah. the tubes are on strike.
2: Oh, that is good. Yeah? That is good.
0: Yeah. That is good. <laughs> yeah. Are you going to so,
2: use that? Well, you just I did, just I mean. did, mate.
0: I just shared it with the nation. So if I see that and have I got news for you, oh, i tell you what. If Viney starts cribbing that. better be me telling it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, OK, so there we go. Uh, if you've got a pod joke that's better than that, then... Uh... Well, let's face it, you haven't. If you've got something that's almost as good as that... Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. A lot of comics are going to retire this week. They'll just be, be like the Houses of Parliament. They'll just drop like flies. If he's going, I'm going. Then they'll be like... there'll only be three professional comics next week.
2: After that gag, you could actually hear the sound of gigs being pulled. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just people going, pull it, yeah. pull it. There's no point. <laughs> Mostly my gigs. <laughs> I ain't having that. <laughs> Take care of yourselves. We'll see you again next week. Bye yeah. bye.
2: Peace. BBC Six Music Podcasts.
0: If you like John Richardson, try the Adam and Joe podcast. Download for free at bbc.co.uk Six
2: Music.